Blog Talk Radio. Hi and welcome to Lighted Paths Radio. I'm your host, Claire Papan. It's my hope that the information and interviews shared here continue to reach higher ground and offer inspiration that speaks to the heart and potential of today's evolving humanity and world. My wonderful guest today is Richard Fleece. He's been a student and teacher of astrology for over 35 years and has an interesting and different way of interpreting the craft. He describes astrology as the study of understanding the subtle and obvious energies of the planets and signs on one's life path, and is the interplay through planets and signs that influence one's attitudes, viewpoints, and reactions in relationships. Today, Richard will be sharing an up-close look at the year ahead and offer a bigger picture perspective for us individually and as a global community. Hi, Richard, and welcome to the show. Hey, Claire, my friend. Thank you so much for having me on your show, and I look forward to making this a fun and interesting discussion. Yes, indeed. Well, I am also so glad you could join us today. And I'd like to know, where do you feel would be a good place to start in understanding where we are right now astrologically and how we might be more prepared for the probabilities ahead this year, of course, with a bigger picture perspective in mind? It's a very good question. Uh, As, of course, everybody knows, we're in 2015, and uh, 2015 ends up to an 8, and uh, Astrologically is ruled by Scorpio, but metaphysically and energy-wise, it's as above, so below. Whatever you're thinking, you can create. Whatever you feel, you can create. And this would be a year of manifestation. Now, having said that, what do you individually want to manifest this year? It doesn't mean everything's going to be right or everything's going to be wrong. But on a personal level, we have the ability to create whatever we're thinking. Now, on a, on a broader picture, it is the energy of the universe, the, which astrology is the interpretation of. It is stimulating, it is activating, it is bringing that to the foreground, to the presence this coming year. I mean, it's always there, but it's going to emphasize it even more. And, you know, what do you want out of life? Yes, yes. You know, we hear so much of this, though, Richard, with... um with many of the different teachings, you know, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. a lot of people remember the secret and Abraham Hicks sure. yeah. and uh, about yeah. manifesting and creating, and and many people have used a lot of those tools and become very frustrated at times when they felt that they they did not accomplish what they were striving for. What would you? Yeah. How would you help them yeah. with that? Sure, that is a very typical. And uh, that is part of the process. What very often happens with all of us is our mind, which is an energy, is saying one thing. Our heart is saying another. And very often we are giving mixed clues to the universe. You know, on an intellectual level, oh, yes, I can create this, I can make this happen, I can manifest that job, I can manifest that car, I can manifest that relationship. But in your heart, you're sending out to the universe, oh, my God, what if I really do get a relationship? Or how am I going to afford the, afford the car? Or, or, or what if I, I don't do well at my job? You know, we're sending mixed clues to the uh uh, universe, and the universe's job is to be responsive 
as like with the secret in Abraham Hicks, uh, I'll very accurately point out, is what we attract. But if we're sending out broken signals or mixed signals, it's very hard to make that manifest. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. So it's and very it important to get really clear what yeah. what is in the entire um, mind field and 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 heart, so that you know what is present that could be in the mix of things, and then begin to use your intention to shift some of that. Is that what you're saying? Precisely, precisely. That, that's it. Now it's very easy to say that. It's very hard to do that on a day-to-day basis because most people's uh, energy patterns in their brain or in their heart, they're, they're not aware of the inconsistencies in it. Now, having mentioned all that, there is a key, there is a way uh, out of that, and uh, you know, different people have different practices. But if you have some type of meditation, uh, meditation on you know whatever level you can do, it's even taking a walk in the park. Uh, uh, you don't have to cross your legs and face east, although if you believe that, you make that happen. But when you meditate, you are allowing the heart energy to connect with the brain. Uh, that's what we're going to be doing in the next t- uh, ten, uh, excuse me, 12 t- months or, or, or so, to be able to create an aid, connect the heart, connect the brain, and to manifest on a, on a, uh, a building block, on, on, a, on a way where we use both energies, not just one or the other. But meditation helps you release some of those blocks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I, you and know, I know I, and there, there have been so many studies, in fact, recently that yeah, have come out yeah. about the the amazing shifts that happen in the brain, you know, physiologically as well as, you know, in our consciousness. We hear so much about the consciousness shift that happens with meditation. We're also hearing yeah. about the physiological changes that happen yeah. that support what you're talking about. Yes. You know, and, and some people try to make it so complicated or, you know, that's part of our brain. Or, oh, it's, it's, it's got to be easier than that. You know, oh, I don't have. And then our brain often says, I don't have time to meditate. I'm too busy working. Uh, I got to raise my kids. I have to do this. I have to do that. And that's part of the process where the brain tries to sabotage. The brain tries to stop uh, 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 a meditation because it, it has a fear that it's going to lose control. And um, I, you know, I, I know that sounds a little Star Wars Wars a little bit, you know, with, with energy. But, you know, once you relax the mind a lot, once you take control of it, not it taking control of you, you become more receptive to energy. You become more receptive to love. You become more receptive to the universe. Um, The universe's ultimate job is to uh, reflect uh, and create a reality of whatever we're thinking and whatever we're feeling. Uh, It's most interesting, uh, just a couple weeks ago, I saw a YouTube video about Einstein and how uh, Einstein, you know, one of the things that, one of the many things he talked about is that uh, an experiment is contaminated or influenced by the person who observes it. And uh, this article was talking about how there's been a conspiracy to stop that uh, uh, some of that knowledge from coming out because just think what that means. You can influence an experiment. Just think what you can do with your life. Just think what you can do with your job, your career, your car, relationship, money, or you know whatever it is you want. We have that power to create it or to influence it, to make it happen. And that's what this 2015 is going to emphasize even more than we normally do. Mm. 
Okay, so we have a lot more fertile ground this year to start with for these yeah. kinds yeah. of things that you're yeah. talking about. Great. Right, right. It's always there, uh, but it's like somebody's, uh, you know, opening up the website page to it or we're adding light to it. We're just emphasizing it more. And there are a lot of really good steps to manifest things, but uh, as you know, as you aptly said, there are, you know, the things with the secret, with Abraham Hicks, there's so many really good information out there, but sometimes people fall short of it, and, uh, you know, the universe doesn't punish us. I, I, I do not believe there's a, a negative uh, part of the universe that tries to punish us. It's positive, it's love, it's spiritual energy. And what it wants us to do is to get away from our fears or to get away from some of the negative uh, um, habits or thought forms or feelings we have that sabotage us or that try to stop us from creating what we really want out of life. Okay? Yes, good. Good place to start. Uh, Now, uh, I also want want to say this now astrologically uh this has been going on for a while. There's a dance and a, a, I, I love how to use astrology as a dance of uh energy uh there's two very slow moving planets uh Uranus and Pluto, and uh, this has been going on for a while it's still going to go on. Uh, within this year, and Pluto is in the sign of Capricorn, and uh, when that went in a couple of years ago, that's when a lot of the stocks crashed and we had that uh, monetary crisis, and Pluto's function or its energy that it brings to us is that of transformation, of that of change, that of destruction. And it being in Capricorn has to deal with money, it has to deal with government, it has to deal with positions of power. So it's like we're readjusting or transforming or changing some of those structures for something positive or something better or something different. And then in comes the dance of Uranus and Aries, uh, Uranus is the rebellion. Uh, um, It's like the uh, hippie. It's an Aquarian uh, 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 energy. When Uranus was discovered in the uh, 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 um, 17th century, we got into more involved in the uh, age of reason. You know, we were using our logical mind in, in a lot of ways. And Uranus in Aries is trying to reinvent different attitudes. It's trying to reinvent different approaches to life. And they form a point of tension, not necessarily to punish, but to agitate or to reconstruct some of the principles we have that don't work, even within ourselves. And that's part of ourselves that stop us from being more than what we really are. That's that part of us that stops us uh, from being able to manifest what we really want. And, and, and that's a very strong energy. And then we also have the planet Saturn, which is symbolic of uh, a, a discipline. It's like the teacher of the universe. And it went into Sagittarius, much to the relief of most Scorpios, I'm sure. But uh, it, it's in Sag, and we're going to be more focused, Sagittarius. Uh, uh, we're going to be more disciplined in our focusing of our energy or what we pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this will help with what you were talking about earlier about yeah. shifting oh. our. Yes, this will this will be well, very supportive. Without a, uh, a doubt, I, I remember several years ago, it could have been in the eighties, there was a, a TV show that had double whammy. You know, it's one of those game shows, or in triple whammy, and that's like what we're getting. Uh, to activate us, to get our attention, 
uh, to make us uh, become more aware that we're more than what we really think we are or that we feel we are. Um, I used this on a friend the other day, and I, I, I say this all the time. We're all diamonds, and we have some mud on us, you know, perhaps a negative concept or some fear, or you, you believed uh, something negative a person said about you or a parent said. And we're still a diamond. We just have some of that mud of uh, misperception or misconceptions of who we are. And in this year, in this eight year, that could help us get rid of some of that mud or some of that fear or some of that misinterpretation or some of that not understanding of who we really are. And then we can become more of the spiritual being that we, we really are. Well, this gives us a lot more to look forward to for this year ahead, doesn't it? Yes, yes. There are a lot of people and, you know, astrologers, astrologers sometimes are very much like lawyers, no offense to any lawyers, but, you know, there's all these different opinions. They like to argue to little, uh, uh, you know, different interpretations. And, uh, you know, the astrologers are the same way, too. And, and some have, a, um, you know, a negative concept about what's going on. And that's their interpretation. And, and you would create that reality. But I think everything, even the negative, happens to us for a reason, not as punishment, but as growth, uh, as like an evolution of what we really are, an evolution even of our soul spirit. Yes. Now, I, I want to, uh, I feel like I, I need to say this. You know, it's, uh, you know, some people know what astrology is, but uh, I, I, I really want to emphasize your chart, uh, you know, the, the exact time you were born and place you were born, or like um, the United States, uh, it's chart, it's a cancer, and it probably has Scorpio rising. Each corporation, each um, uh, country has its own chart of when it was created. And our soul knew exactly what it was doing when we were born. You pick the exact time, you pick the exact place, um, and that is what your soul wants to experience this lifetime. And mm-hmm. it knew exactly what it was doing. Now the conscious mind, you know, again, the conscious mind doesn't like to lose control, but it's like, oh, my God, I would never pick my parents or, you know, I would rather be a different sign. Uh, it doesn't work that way. Your soul knew exactly what it was doing when you were created. And, and that's kind of freeing in a lot of ways, too, you know. That's part of the diamond that we are. That's what we came in here to learn. And everything in life, everything in life is trying to show us that. Yes. Okay. Well, this definitely is a bigger picture perspective for what we can look for in this year. Uh-huh. I uh I know. Was there anything else you wanted to add to that before I take this call that uh, has come in? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Well, one one other thing too. You know, part of uh, becoming more lighted or becoming more aware or becoming more uh, diamond-like, as it were. Sometimes, like in uh, the ancients, called it the dark night of the soul. Sometimes we have to go through negative. Uh, happenings or negative reactions or our own negativity or the uh, negativity of people around us and it's to show us the light when there's you understand light more you know it's kind of uh, intertwined it's the yin yang of the universe how does this relate to what we can expect astrologically this year though okay Astrologically, yes. Now remember, Pluto is still in uh, Capricorn, and its function, its energy, its purpose is to destroy, transform, and uh, to build uh, something different. And 
and it's only in the middle of Capricorn. We still got a quite a few chunk of uh, years uh, before it gets out of uh, Capricorn and into Aquarius, and we're still learning. Our structures are still being transformed. Uh, the government is still being transformed. Look how. Um, uh, it's to the extreme all over the world, like some of the extreme religious um, uh, happenings going on where people are getting fanatic. That is very much a part of Pluto in Capricorn. And it's what it's really trying to do, it's like with that ISIS that a, a lot of people uh, seem to be so fearful of and talking about, it is screaming for love it's it's screaming to be healed now the people involved in it may not necessarily see it that way but that's literally what their soul is trying to do or or, or trying to experience and like a lot of the racial things that have been going on within uh in the united states and a lot of the economical situations that have been going on in the united states that's part of what we're trying to heal on a collective level, but it mm-hmm. appears to be negative or, you know, some people can get bogged down in that, but there's a lot of really good things that are going to become of that. Again, remember, uh, sometimes we have to have the night to know what the day is, so we have to have the dark to know what the light is, and that's what's going on all over the world, in individually and collectively. So this is uh this is our bigger perspective then that we're talking yeah. about. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah. we 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 know that there are still some shifts and changes going on. The planetary alignments are supporting a lot of that. And yeah. and through that as we as we see this bigger perspective, it helps us to be at a calmer, more peaceful place while we watch these changes happen. Yes, yes. Uh, I I love this perspective of Saturn uh, going into Sagittarius. If anybody knows any Sagittarian or any anybody with some Sagittarius uh, placements, they're very playful. Uh, uh, They're jovial, Uh, and I Saturn going into Sagittarius for the next two and a half years. I think is going to teach us to be more childlike, not to take things so seriously. It's not the end of the world. Uh, your world is not going to fall apart. It may change, it may go in directions you may not have wanted, but that's where we have to be like little children and, and laugh and not take life so seriously. And perhaps explore what these changes can bring us that can put put us in a better position than we yes. may have been before. Yes, yes, okay. oh, oh, without a doubt, without yes. a doubt. Well, let me go ahead and and um, and uh, uh, bring in one of oh, our good. callers who has a question for okay. you, Richard. Yes, of course. Okay. All right. So, uh, caller from uh, area code four hundred eight, you are on with Richard. What is your question? Hi, um, my question. Hi, hi um, my question is around um, career and job. Um, I'm wondering if this year will be um, open for me in terms of like receiving or obtaining a new job, and not only a new job, but a job that I'm content and satisfied with. Uh huh. Now, what's your birthday? My birthday is March one eighty two. Okay. Now. Let, let me. I'm, I'm kind of getting to an intuitive level with you too, but I also, also want, want to say something. You know, being a very good Pisces, there is a part of you that says, "Oh, oh, I want this job. Oh, and then I want that job. Oh, and I want this one. Oh, yeah, and I can do this. Oh, yeah, and I can do this too." You know, on an emotional level, you're constantly fluid. You know. And one of the things that uh, is uh, up for you to learn is to concentrate more on one thing, on one career, or on one job uh, that you would really like. And um, 
you do have that ability to create it, but there is that Piscean nature of yours. Sometimes, yeah, I want it. Uh, no, I really don't want it. Yeah, I want it. No, no, I don't. Sometimes you go back and forth and back and forth. And uh, if you can take time and breathe and relax a little bit and allow that, uh, allow the universe to give you that perfect career for you where you're happy. See yourself being happy. See yourself making money. See yourself uh, uh, getting that check. See yourself you know, jumping up and down. I got it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy with what I'm doing. Um, that'll help you create that a lot quicker and a lot more realistically. Does that make sense? Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um yeah, I have to meditate more, practice meditating. Yeah, see, um, I often get this, I hear this a lot, well, what about if I pray? And, and that is somewhat of a form of meditation, but was, sometimes when you pray, I always feel we're asking God or the universe, we're telling them what we want. When you meditate, that's the universe helping you to make a, a better life. Now, it's really easy to say that, but it's really hard to get in the routine of uh, a daily meditation. Even if you do it like five or ten minutes a day, if you can do something for at least 12 days in a row, it becomes a habit. And for that Piscean nature of yours, uh, that might make your life a little bit easier. Okay? That help okay. answer answer that question? Yeah, I have to um, be more in the line, but meditating, I think that's what I thought. Yeah, see, one of the best things, you're a Pisces, one of the best things you are really good at is you have a really strong intuition. You know, you can look at somebody and you know if you're going to like them or not like them or if they're full of it or not full of it, and that is that is one of your really good, strong points. Use it to your advantage. Ask the universe, what's the next step? Uh, and and it'll give it to you in a dream or you'll have a thought would come to you. Or, you know, a, a person you meet on the street in the coffee shop, they'll say, hey, you know what, you'd be really good for this. Or, you know what, I know this person who's hiring somebody. You know, see, that's how it's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. But make yourself receptive, all right? And good luck. Uh, Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. You're quite welcome. welcome. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. You know, so many of the the things that are on people's minds these days, and, and it's been a trend for a very long time, is... You know the work and career topic, yeah. and how yeah. that plays into their lives as a whole. Um, yeah. I know that this this is a question that comes up with you all the time. Oh yeah, oh yes, it, it always has, but it's been going on more. Again, uh, again, remember Pluto being in Capricorn. Capricorn deals with the ability to make money. It deals with your career, and for the past two and a half years, the planet Saturn, our discipliner, our teacher, has been in Scorpio, and Scorpio has a lot to do with finances. It has a lot to do with money. It's basically sexual energy, but used to manifest money, and, um, you know, it's been on the mind. I mean, it's always been on the mind. I, I must say this uh, to your caller and to a lot of other folks, uh, um, and to add to what you were telling me or uh, suggesting, see, sometimes when we're in a state of, oh, my God, I got this bill to pay or I got to get this job or, I, I, you know, like what's been going on, people are so concerned about money. We create a desire to have money that doesn't create money. It creates that desire. But mm. when you have the mindset, I have it, or, you know, visualize you jumping up and down. I did it. I did it. I did it. I got that job or I got that raise or God, I, I got that debt freak uh, stuff going on. Now. You know, you make it more real. You don't create a desire to be uh, to have money, you are money, or you're the manifestation of money. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, and then and then as far as um, employment that or or career or work that you're doing that you feel in alignment with, like what our caller was just talking about, she wants sure. something that she can be content with. Sure, sure. See, and, and that's part of what. Uh, see, part of what we've been taught is, oh, you have to work the 40 hours or you have to do this job, uh, you know, and most people are in jobs or careers they really don't like. Uh, uh, I, I've said this, and I know, Claire, we've talked a lot about this over the years. Uh, most people opt for their security over their happiness. And one of the functions of Pluto and Capricorn is to teach us that um, why can't we be content? Why can't we be happy with what we're doing? Just think how much easier it will be to make money or just think how much easier it is to go, wow, I'm excited about going to work today or you know what, I am so excited about my job. How many people really say that or feel that? I think that's definitely more the minority. But Mm -hmm. if you have a mindset that you can create, you can manifest a a career, a job that you really like, that you get excited about, uh, that you have your passion for, just think how much energy, how much creativity, how much easier it would be uh, to manifest that and to manifest the money and to manifest that creative part of yourself. Yes, yes. And certainly you're using your own innate wisdom and um, interconnection with the source to make that creation happen. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, each of the signs has their own uh, unique um, experience for this year that, um, you know, something that for each of the signs we can all sort of see as a, um, you know, a little more clearly for us in this road ahead for the year. Sure. Sure, and I'll try to uh, deal with the 12 signs. Um, uh, I, I can do this, and I can make it short, and, of course, we can add to it later on. All right, um, the zodiac sign always starts with Aries. Um, uh, most people do not realize that the real uh, New Year is um, um, the ancient Romans used to celebrate it March 20th. Uh, and 21st, that was with the uh, equinox, the solstice. And Aries, um, uh, what I want to explain, that's why I'm starting with them, Aries have been going through a lot of off-on, off-on, off-on experiences because Uranus has been in Aries. And things have been suddenly happening to them. It's going to be more this year because Saturn being in Sagittarius, which is fire, a fire sign, Aries is a fire sign, it's going to give you more energy to one, create, or more energy to argue, or more energy just to add fuel to that fire, keep you going, 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 going. It depends upon where your mind and heart set is. Now, with Taurus, Taurus is feeling a little bit of a relief this year uh, as opposed to the past two and a half years because, again, the planet Saturn was in Scorpio, and that is uh, Taurus's direct opposite. And a lot of times uh, people that are Taurus or have Taurus planets in them have felt that the world was against them or circumstances was uh, um, conspiring against them in some ways because of that opposition. And Tauruses are very, very strong people, and they're survivors. And a lot of Taurians this year can take a deep breath and relax mm-hmm. a, a, a little bit more. Okay? Now, That's going to be comforting. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Taurus is going, God, I was wondering when that was going to be over. Now, uh, 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 Gemini uh, energy are those people which, uh, that have Gemini planets or the sun in Gemini. Saturn is opposing them in a lot of ways. Geminis do not 
NRT do not like any kind of conformity, any kind of rules or regulations. They're constantly uh, coming up with new ideas. And and, and uh, I love the Gemini conversation. And I didn't say that. Yes, I did. No, I didn't. You know, they, they even argue with themselves sometimes. But with Saturn being in Sagittarius, directly opposing Gemini, it will help Gemini's to focus that wonderful uh, fluid mental capability they have to Sagittarius. It's like a laser beam help them to focus. That is one of the things that Gemini may be lacking, but that is one of the things they'll be learning this particular year and, uh, and year after. Now, after Gemini comes Cancer, and uh, Cancers share very similar qualities to Scorpio and Capricorn in this sense, uh, uh, more so than any other sign. They like to uh, be involved in their security. Uh, even if it's something they don't like, they'll, they'll stick with it. And Capricorn, you know, Pluto in Capricorn is still opposing a lot of Cancerian uh energy or energy or energy points and Pluto is trying to help them to change to transform uh, maybe to get out of their security zone and to take chances you know that's that's a good year for cancers to take take a chance maybe go on the internet and look say you know what I think I want to move to Florida or I'm going to do something completely different than what I've done before that's a that would be a good energy for Capricorn I mean for uh, cancer now after cancer comes in into Leo now Leo has been under the stress for the past couple of years with the Saturn and Scorpio. And with Saturn going into Sagittarius and Uranus and Aries, for Leos, that's going to give them a lot of energy to be more creative. Uh, maybe they'll have more job opportunities. Um, a lot of Leos like to be in executive positions. Uh, also, a lot of actors and actresses are are, are Leo, and they're going to have a lot more opportunities for different roles, for different ways of, uh, of being a leader. Now we get into the uh, planet Virgo, and there isn't quite a direct opposition or square involved in it, but it's what's called a trine of, uh, of energy. Capricorn's energy uh, for this year is trining or an easy flow of uh, Virgo. Virgo is a little bit different than that mental energy of Gemini. Virgo is very orderly. They're very, very specific about yes, no, yes, no, one plus one is two. Uh, you know, some signs go right to two. Virgo is very analytical. And I think this year will be an easier time for them. I mean, it doesn't mean they won't have problems, but they will, um, uh, the outcome will be a lot more favorable for them. Now, Libras, that's the, uh, the next sign, is very social-minded. Uh, Libras or people that have placements in Libra are always um, wanting to be married or involved in a relationship. Capricorn is still forming a point of attention, and so is uh, uh, Uranus and Aries forming points of tension with, with Libra. And uh, Libras get out of balance when they're not involved in, in relationships. And with Uranus and, and Capricorn, it's kind of shaking things up for them a lot. Now, this doesn't mean all Libras, but they're, you know, they're being able to look at life a little bit differently. Now, mm -hmm. Scorpios, Claire, as you know, is got a great sigh of relief that Saturn went finally went out of their sign for two and a half years. But I hate to give you a newsflash. It's going to go back in there for about a month or so uh, later on this year. And, when, what part uh, of the year would uh, we see oh, that oh, happen? It, it, uh, if you could hold on, what's, it should be right, uh, right in the beginning of the year. I'm trying to... Uh, look that up. See, when it is Sagittarius, then it goes retrograde backwards, and it goes back into Scorpio in May and, uh, yes, in June. And it's just 
only there for a little while, and then it swings back into Sagittarius. And so it's like all the lessons that Scorpio have learned and all the trials that you've learned and gone through for the past two and a half years, it's going to come to a head. You're going to see the rewards, or you're going to pay the consequences on the negative side, depending upon how you use the energy. Now, Sagittarius, they are the free thinkers of the Zodiac, very spontaneous. Uh, uh, If anybody knows any Sagittarian or people with Sagittarius in them, there is no filter. They just say whatever they think. And Saturn's going into their sign, and it's still very early. It's only like three degrees uh, right now. But Sagittarians are going to have to learn to become um, maybe a little bit more diplomatic uh, this year, and also to be, uh, they're going to teach them to be a little bit more focused, more than they usually are. Now, uh, the next sign, Capricorn. Uh, if anybody knows Capricorn, uh, you, everybody would know Capricorns uh, get on the top of their game. One of the symbols for it is the mountain goat. Uh, a mountain goat can live and survive where there's very little vegetation or air, and that's what Capricorns do. They are survivors. Uh, they'll uh, uh, put up with the long hours. Now, they may complain about it, but... See, now, with Pluto being in their sign, a lot of their world is being transformed, and I really believe in a very good way. Perhaps a lot of Capricorns aren't going to be as materialistic. Sometimes Capricorns find their security in things, uh, cars, people, money. Now, not all, but a lot do. And Pluto's been really shaking that up for them. And then we're going to get into uh, uh, Aquarius, and this is uh, this is kind of in a, an electrifying year for um, Aquarius because there's a lot of positive uh, energy coming through. Aquarians love the idea of change. They love the idea of a bigger picture of things. They're not necessarily... Um, liking all the details, but they like the great picture, and they they sense what's going on on an intellectual level, and uh, and they're probably a part of it. Aquarian Aquarians and Aquarian energy are very much at the uh, forefront of, of new thought, and then we get into uh, Pisces, and it, it's. Uh, Uh, One of the planets that rules uh, Pisces is Neptune, and it's still in Pisces. And it's giving Pisces the ability to break down some of their own barriers, uh, some of their own misconceived Neptunian ideas about themselves, and try to see how they're interconnected. And that's not just for Pisces, but for all of us. Uh, A part of an illusion we have is we think we're separate, and Neptune in Pisces is teaching us that we're all interconnected. Your thoughts affect my thoughts. The United States' actions and thoughts affect Canada, affects the rest of the world. There's Mm -hmm. an interconnection going on, and that's one of the great things we're learning. Yes. That makes sense. I try to just give a little bit for each sign, and of course it gets a lot more involved than that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, I do have a question about Sagittarians, oh, yeah. because during that period where um, where they have a break from this um, this long period of... Which planet was it that you said that, that has Saturn. just... Saturn. Saturn. So during that period of, I believe you said it was May and June, where it's going to be back in Scorpio, that Scorpio, opens yeah. up some space for Sagittarians to po- possibly regroup themselves from that yeah. energy before it enters back in. What would you recommend during that time? Oh, oh, very good. Pay attention. Pay attention to what your intuition, Scorpio, is telling you. Pay attention to what you feel. See, sometimes Sagittarius's tend to be very 
uh, they're busy. They're like Aries. They're very busy, busy, busy. I, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to think. I don't have time to feel. I'm, I'm doing this. Oh, and I'm going to this party. Oh, and I'm going here. And, you know, I'm going to go to Aruba tomorrow. I mean, you know, that, that, they're, they're always, their mind is always wandering like that. And then it goes into Scorpio for a while, and it's like uh, uh, letting off the brake uh, a, a little bit. They get a little bit more of a breathing space. And then come in June of um, uh, next year, I mean, uh, September of next year, of this year, September of 2015, it goes back into Sagittarius. So they have a couple months leeway and uh, just balance things out. Just balance your intuition um, and focus your brain. Use them both. They're not uh, one isn't better than the other. It's a combination of the two. Does that make sense, or is that helpful? Good, yeah. Oh, sure. Yes. I mean, I you know the the Sagittarians especially getting a little bit of a break, a two month break there um, yeah. can use that energy as well for regrouping. Yes, and then it'll be in uh, Sagittarius. Uh, Saturn will be in Sagittarius for about two and a half years. See, some of the planets move a lot faster, some move a lot slower, and Saturn in uh, Saturn tends to be about two and a half years, uh, depending upon the sign. So what it tries to do is not to punish, although a lot of people would view it that way. It's trying to show us that there's a better way. It's trying to show us that there's more an efficient way, a more of a loving way to approach life. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as um, this year ahead for us, all as a as a global community, we're seeing a lot happening astrologically that plays out in many of the different areas of life the 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 uh the global economy the uh social issues that are going on the you yeah. know some of the um uh war issues etc what are some of the things that can happen with the astrological influences that we as individuals can use in helping a greater shift happen that that brings about um, uh, you know, more of a community, a global community for yeah, us. Yeah, uh, very, very good, uh, uh, Claire. I, I love how you uh, uh, worded the question. See, the planet Uranus is in Aries. The last time it was in it was in the 30s, and we had the onset of World War Two. Uh, you know, there were dramatic changes taking place all over the world. We have that ability now, not necessarily that would be in a World War III, but Uranus and Aries is very symbolic of a lot of conflicts. Um, you know, uh, people having opposing ideas, people trying to put their will on somebody else. I mean, that's always been a part of life. Now, in saying that, individually, Uranus and Aries can help all of us to realize, okay, it doesn't matter what the government does or doesn't do or what, the, what happens to the world. Yes, we must be compassionate. Yes, we have to function wherever we're, we're functioning, but we are responsible for ourselves. And when you when we do not get sucked in to all the fear or get sucked into all the negative social issues and economic issues, when we realize that we are strong or that we have our own individual power, we can help the people around us. And in helping the people around us, that creates like a whip uh, a ripple wave. It creates an energy formation that affects other people and then affects other people and affects other people and that that our individual peace, our individual compassion, our individual love can literally affect the world. Sounds like a great idea. Sounds like a uh, you know a, a, a great bit of science fiction, but that's really true. Now, if we get sucked into being in fear, 
uh, believe, uh, you know, believing that we can be killed or somebody can harm us or that somebody's going to take our money. We create that negative energy and that blocks the love. It blocks the universe from giving us solutions. So it's extremely important for the individual, all of us, to realize how powerful we really are and we can make a change and we are interconnected. But just think if we use that in a positive way, not necessarily in a, in a fearful or negative way. Just think mm-hmm. with that positive energy, how that can change so many things. Yes, yes. And, you know, uh, would you would you agree that uh, perhaps one of the tools in, in supporting us to do that would be to take a look at our lives right now and find the places where we feel things are are flowing and are in a yeah. space of love and are um, uh, examples and expressions of our own uh, creative force that we have within ourselves? Yes. Yes, I, I wholeheartedly uh, agree. I, there's unquestionably in my mind, I believe that uh, we have to be from a place of gratitude. Uh, I, I know there's people that would complain about every little thing that happens to them, and they don't see all the really good things to be thankful for. Uh, the secret has a, um, th- there's a lot of very, powerful information uh, that they often talk about gratitude. So does Abraham Hicks and a lot of other people too. But see, when you're at a space of gratitude, you know, I'm grateful for the sunshine or for the air, or, or you know what, I have a roof over my head or I have a nice warm bed. As simplistic as that may be, remember, there are folks that do not have a roof over their head. There are folks that don't have uh, a bed of their own to sleep in. And the more thankful we are, the more that will create an energy dynamic that you have more to be thankful for. And it's it's a positive energy. It's like a magnet. It is a magnet, not like it is a magnet. And what do you want to magnetize? Do you want to magnetize something that you're grateful for and the happiness and the joy of this world? Or do you want to magnetize and emphasize, you know, some of the rubbish that we have on TV where somebody's always getting raped or there's wars or, you know, it's all the negative things. Well, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of positive things out there, too. And the more we are grateful for that, the more it uh, shall come to us. There's a saying out of the Bible. uh, I I know people could quote the Bible for for anything, but uh, I've always loved this saying that those that have, it shall be added on to. Those that have not shall be taken away from. And it's literally meant, you know, if you have things, chances are you got it from a place of your will, of your love. Um, You know, you're being good stewards of what the universe has given you. And if you don't have things... You know, very often you're coming from a place of lack. Now, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many different reasons for them. I'm not putting blame on anyone or anything. But if you're lacking something, somewhere in your soul, somewhere in your psyche, you're having an attitude that you're separate from God or you're separate from the universe or that you don't have it. Somebody else has it. And when we think that and feel that, we block a lot of that positive energy that mm-hmm. that is all around us. And that's what a grateful heart does. It helps accentuate that. So the grateful heart is also the gateway. Yes, yes. It is the window that opens. It's the door. It's uh, uh, the gateway to other dimensions, to uh, a happier, more abundant and joyful life. I mean, that's what we all came here for. Contrary to what a lot of people believe or want us to believe, we were really meant here to enjoy life. We were meant here to have fun. We were meant here to create things that have never been created before. We were not here as punishment. You know, this isn't, uh, although we can make it a hell. And, you know, why not make it a heaven? Yes. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And we are certainly given that choice as well. Oh, yeah. So we... We have a few minutes left. I just want to make oh, yeah, sure good. that everyone knows how to. I know that you give personal readings, and yeah. uh, people may want to know how to reach you in case they're interested in getting uh, uh, their astrology chart done with you. And so please share with us how we can find you. Sure. Well, there's uh, several different ways. I do have a website, Claire, and it's uh, Richard Fleece. Dot com. That's Richard uh, Fleece, F-L-E-E-C-E, dot com. And I can also be reached um, on my cell, and uh, that is area code 713-594-9279. And I'm open uh, for any types of uh, discussions. My function, my purpose being here is to help to be a light on on uh, on people that are in darkness. We we all got that within us, and astrology is really 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 good tool to understand that to help you connect the dots to help you you know when when you understand your certain patterns that that you were born with that your soul chose it makes life a little bit easier and um it's a very very good understanding of life in general and that's what I want to do for people Yes, so that helps shine light, like you were saying, in helping people to perhaps make some more um, conscious choices in their life that they can reach those higher probabilities. Uh, yeah, and, it's clear, you know... Oh, please, go ahead. Oh, I was I was going to say, Claire, what happens is so many of us uh, have not been taught to really pursue that or if you even think that way, you know, you're crazy or there's something odd about you. But just think if you look at life with awareness, with a healthy intent, not where you're a victim, not where things happen to you, you create things that that you want. You create a, a, a better life. You create a, a, a happier life. And, you know, all the great saints and teachers and uh, all through history have always told us that it's all within, within, uh, within us. You know, they said the kingdom of heaven is not necessarily a place where there's clouds and angels and a God sits on there. But heaven is more like a, a happier, healthier, more abundant way of looking at, at, at life. And sometimes we have to break the mold of the way we've been taught or, you know, the way our parents' parents did it. Not to say that they're bad or wrong, but uh, sometimes they they haven't seen more of a positive or more of a loving or more of a compassionate view of life. And, and that's what we're here for. Yes. So, again, um, people can reach you uh, very easily through yeah. your website. You have a contact page where they can send you an email. And oh, of yes. Course, yes. 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 And and learn a little more about you as well. Uh, what can we can we find on your website when we visit there? Oh, when, uh, on my website, I have a, a, an explanation of what astrology is and, and how I interpret it. But I also get into a lot of different things like uh, you know, the interpretation of the chart, where all the planets were when you were born. I also get a lot involved in dream interpretation. Uh, I uh, believe our dreams, our, our soul, our psyche, whatever you want to call it, to us. It's the universe speaking to us. And it doesn't talk to us like we're talking now. It talks to us in symbols. And I help interpret that with people through the use of astrology and through a lot of my years involved in, in metaphysics. And then I also do a lot of counseling uh, through astrology, uh, uh, business counseling. I, I've done a lot of uh, corporations. And on a personal level, when it comes to relationships, we all have a Mars, we all have a Venus. Mars is your male side, Venus is your feminine side. Whether you're male or female, you have a male and female energy within you. And most of our relationships are the interplay of that. And I help you to, and I help folks 
in my own personal experience and from what I know to integrate that. That's wonderful. You have been so kind to join us today and share this perspective that could help a lot of people move into uh, perhaps a a more freeing space for the year ahead and and for years ahead as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Claire. And thanks, everybody, for listening. All right. And please join us again. Take good care, Richard. Thank you. God bless. So I want to thank you also for tuning in. You can connect with me through my website, lightedpaths.org. You can also find information about my book, Mary's Miracles and Messages, a true story of a missionary's journey, as well as on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Please join us again next week for more enlightening conversations. Be well and peace, everyone.